Welcome back to Cause Talk Radio by Rashpixel.fm, the podcast that shows do-gooders, nonprofits, and businesses how to build win-win partnerships that raise money and change the world. This podcast is brought to you by the Cause Marketing Forum and Selfish Giving. You can find full show notes and additional resources for today's episode at CauseUpdate.com and SelfishGiving.com. Now on to today's episode. Hey everyone, it's Joe Waters and I want to welcome you to another exciting episode of Cause Talk Radio and on the line with me, of course, is Megan Strand. Hey, Megan. Hello. Man, lots of happenings in the country these days. I know. Everything. And that's just not even talking about the presidential campaign. Yeah, we don't want to go there. Yeah, we don't want to go there. But one thing we do want to talk about is we want to talk about a great company in North Carolina that is doing some amazing things, especially in the wake of Hurricane Matthew last week. So on the line with us right now, Megan, we have Christy Phillips-Brown, who is Director, External Communications and Community Relations for Food Lion. And if you're not familiar with Food Lion, it's a grocery store chain with a thousand stores, Megan, a thousand wow. in 10 states. Hey, Christy, how you doing? Hi, how are you all? We're doing, we're doing great. We want to know because you're North Carolina based, not far from Charlotte, how you're doing. Are you in a rowboat as we speak to you? Uh, no, not here, but oh, unfortunately good. in many of our markets, we have customers that, that really are struggling. Uh, one of the things we wanted to talk about before we got into the, the, the meat of the show was talking about uh, Food Lion's response to the hurricane and what you folks are doing because you guys are doing some great things from gift cards and water relief, et cetera. Well, thank you for asking. And, and yes, yeah, so we've been very fortunate to be able to respond to our communities in need. And earlier this week, we announced a $100,000 donation to local food banks in North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, and Virginia to help provide relief to those um, who are maybe struggling with hunger in the community and lost the little food that they had to help them restock, as well as to help provide food donations to local shelters that are housing um, flood victims from Hurricane Matthew. We also donated $25,000 to the American Red Cross Disaster Relief Fund and are partnering with our customers across our 10 states and 1,000 stores to um, raise money in our stores um, through next Tuesday. So fantastic. And it's right in line with all sorts of other great programs that Food Lion does. So um, I wonder if you could start out by talking a little bit about your approach to point of sale. You just said you're partnering with American Red Cross to raise funds for victims of Hurricane Matthew, which is amazing. Um, is that something you do frequently? It seems like you've maybe changed course a little bit on point of sale over the years. For point of sale, where we ask our customers to donate specifically at the register, we do one campaign a year, and it's called Holidays Without Hunger. And so it's a time where there's tremendous need at our local food banks. So um, we ask our customers if they would be willing to, d- to give during that time so they can either round up their grocery purchase for the week, or they may donate um, dollars in, in any increments at the register. And what we've heard from our customers over the year, we used to do anywhere between six and eight campaigns a year. Mm. And our customers have said, you know, oftentimes we have so little to give mm. and it makes us feel uncomfortable when you ask us at the register if we can't give. And so what our customers have said is I want to purchase a product and have that trigger the donation. And I'm sure we'll talk about some of those campaigns. Mm. And so we really have retooled our customer activation um, for cause marketing to really be more focused on how our customers 
said they wanted to give and contribute, but we do one annual campaign a year for our local food banks, and we keep all the money locally um, in the local communities as it's raised at the register. One of the things I'm curious about, Christy, is I love that you gave people the option of the Roundup yeah. and, or to make uh, you know a, a flat donation. Do you have any idea what the consumer preference was for the Roundup or for the flat donation? I haven't seen recent data on that recently, but at the time that we did the research is a lot of our customers like rounding up because it might be 50 cents and it's a little bit more manageable and they're more willing to do it per each yeah. transaction. Yeah, I've always been, uh, Megan and I have talked about this before, Christy, that we've always been kind of surprised that we don't see more Roundup programs because I think you get incredibly high participation because because you're talking about, you know, money less than a dollar, but it's something that everyone can do. And, and, you know, besides who was it, Megan, I think it was JC Penny who did a really good job with the roundup programs, but it's great to hear that food lions using them too, Christy. Yeah, we like to give our um, customers some options, and we're actually doing that in our American Red Cross campaign right now. You can either round up or you can make a monetary contribution. Well, it sounds like you definitely are in touch with your customers, which is amazing. On this podcast, Joe and I talked to tons of people doing point of sale and doing it quite well, which is amazing, but not as many people who have moved away from point of sale, which is it sounds like you've done that to a certain extent. But when I look at the programs that you have, particularly around hunger, you've really filled that, that gap with some other really interesting programs. Can you tell us about what you're doing specifically, um, maybe involving customers or employees for the hunger issue? Oh, absolutely. And and I think one of the things that I would, going back to the point of sale just real quickly before we talk about the other programs, is another thing that we've done um, is we believe when we do point of sale that we make a corporate contribution to that as well. Mm. So with each of our campaigns, similar to American Red Cross, we donated $25,000 specifically to that campaign, mm-hmm. as well as um, with our point of sale on the holidays without hunger, we commit $100,000 to that campaign as well. And that's really more about us taking a stance that we're not just looking for our customers to donate, we're also yep. putting a stake in the right. ground as well. Do you, Christy, I'm curious about something. Do you let your customers know during the point of sale campaign that you have made a contribution as a company to the cause? We, we do. When we announce the campaign, we do. And, um, and and certainly that can come in various forms, whether it's a press release or, you know, some talking points that we might share with customers um, too. But it, it just depends on the situation. Yeah. The reason I ask is because I saw something very effective a few years ago um, in the aftermath of the Boston bombing here in Boston. Uh, local supermarket chain Shaw's did a point of sale program where they were collecting money from customers. And they had something right on the register right as a register sign that said we have donated a hundred thousand dollars to the one fund here in boston for the victims we encourage you to make your own donation but i just thought it was really effective because it it was showing that the company had some skin in the game that they were making a commitment and they just weren't asking their customers to donate yeah yes yeah. so, and that's very important to us in every campaign whether it's the cause marketing with the products that we're selling in our stores or it's the cash contributions through the um, request at the register for our customers, we make a corporate contribution to that campaign as well. That's awesome. I wish more companies would do that because yeah. they definitely don't all do that right. by any by any means. Yep. But congratulations for doing that. Tell us a little bit uh, about some of the other programs that you're working on for hunger for the hunger cause. And I think it's it's Feeding America specifically too, right? 
as your charitable partner? Yeah, that's right. So Feeding America is our charitable partner. And I would say it's Feeding America and the 30 local food banks and mm-hmm. local markets that we partner with. So with every campaign, um, we make sure that um, the money stays as local as possible to serve our local communities in which our stores reside. And the way that I would really map out um, the different campaigns that we have going out through a calendar year would be first, generally in um, uh, early spring, so in the February, March timeframe, we partner with our vendors and um, we do uh, campaigns around where we will have vendors participate in the products. And if you purchase a certain number of vendor products, generally it's about five, mm-hmm. that will trigger a um, five mil donation to your local food bank. And so we keep track of those purchases and we make those donations in partnership with our vendor partners. Last year, that program yielded a three million mil donation. Wow. And um, generally, we strive to have a minimum of a one million mil donation for any in-store campaign that we do. Well, and on, on one of the promotions with General Mills that I was looking at, it looked like if people bought five items, they also saved $2 and a donation was made. Is that how that typically goes? Like they get something, the charity gets something, the vendor gets product purchased. Well, I'm glad you asked, but that would be an additional campaign that we may pulse in throughout the year that General Mills has come to us and said, hey, may we do this? And so when they ask to do those campaigns, we also ask that they commit to a minimum donation um, as well. And generally, it's about um, $50,000 that we're looking to raise there. And that would be an incremental campaign that we would add in. Um, and I believe that one was around um, cereal, I believe. And so it really just depends on the vendor and how they want to do that. But we'll do a couple of additional of those campaigns throughout the year as well. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So in, in the way that you let your consumers know about that, is it through a coupon sheet or a flyer or is it some type of display um, in the stores? It could be a combination of all of those. It could be store tags. It could be a display. It could be an email or it could be um, we have um, what we call our MVP saving centers, which are our loyalty card kiosk and it prints out coupons and there may be a promotion on there as well. Um, tell us a little bit more about what what's other types of things you're working on you. We had sort of interrupted you. You started talking about your vendor promotions and then Joe and I both jumped in and <laughs> asked a bunch of questions. Sorry to derail you. Uh, no worries. <laughs> so our, our, our next program and probably one of my favorites would be um, what we call our Summers Without Hunger program. So we know in the summer when um, children are no longer in school that um, summer hunger peaks because they don't have school meals. And so in the summer, we have a reusable bag that we sell in our stores. And we actually have local children in the markets in which we have food land stores help design the bag around a Summers Without Hunger theme. Mm. And we always receive um, hundreds of designs um, that are just so hard to choose the final winners, mm. but we typically choose five winners. So one would be the cover, front cover of the bag, and um, four additional runner-ups across our 10-state footprint, and um, anywhere ranging from ages of 5 to 14, and we try to have a, a nice selection of um, age differences in there, too, and the 5- and 6-year-old designs are just so precious, and Aww. the um, 11, 12, and 14-year-olds are just amazing because because they probably at that age have seen someone um, in their class that maybe is struggling with hunger at home. And so it's a phenomenal program. We raise a million meals. Those come at a very important time for our food banks where um, peak and demand is um, at an incredibly high rate in their communities. And in North Carolina alone, where we have 500 stores, one in four children go hungry every day. Oh my and gosh. we want to work to end that and change that because it's just heartbreaking. Hmm. So and with we that, know that children can't learn when their when their tummies are rumbling at school. 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's such a, it's such a problem. So good for you for trying to fill in the gaps a little bit there with that program. How is, are you just making a flat donation or is, is it by design you're, you're making a donation? Does it trigger somehow? Uh, right. So when a customer purchases the reusable bag, we donate. Oh, got it. Um, so we sell the bag at cost and we donate um, any of the, so we, we basically sell the bag at cost. And mm-hmm. so it generally got it. would be about a, 55 to 60 cent donation, depending was, on the purchase of the bag. It's very obvious now, but I was missing that small, small <laughs> detail. Yeah, and we sell the bag at a great price. It's 99 cents. That's so, good. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I yeah. love that. So, Christy, I'm looking at this picture right now with some people in a food bank, it looks like, and they have these really sharp-looking food lion, and I think it says feeds across the front. Uh, across the front. And is this an employee program? So Food Lion Feeds is what we have named our entire charitable giving platform. Mm-hmm. It's nice. And I like the logo renamed. and everything. I got to get you. I need to Thank get one of those you. shirts, Christy, just so you know. Extra, <laughs> extra large. My mommy, I, I will, my mommy I will, says I I'm big bone. I'll get a whole host of Food Lion Feeds merchandise in the mail to you. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought they were, I think they're so very we, nice. We love I love you. the design of them. That's great. We'll have you salad and profiling. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so this is what we named our program back in uh, June of 2014 when we launched it. And everything that we do under the charitable giving um, cause generally falls under um, our hunger relief pa- platform. And really our whole mission is that no one should have to choose between dinner or rent or gas and groceries. And the whole theme and premise came for this as we look to revamp our charitable giving program and really make a difference in our communities. And what we heard time and time again not only from our customers, is that um, someone they know or have known or has touched their life in some way has at some point in their life struggled with hunger. Mm -hmm. And we're a food retailer and our business is about food. And we, in some cases, have seen the choices that our customers have made at the register. So our whole mission from our strategy is to make sure that our food is easy, fresh, and affordable so that our customers can stretch their dollar longer with, you know, bigger with their family as they work to nourish their family by shopping at our stores. And then at the same time, for those who may not be able to provide food or maybe or what that we call food insecure, that they can provide food Monday through Wednesday, but by Thursday or Friday, funds are running low and they have to start making those tough choices that we help eliminate some of those tough choices they have to make. You know, one of the things, Megan, I really love about what Christy and Food Line is doing, are doing is that um, so often we see with grocery chains, they have really kind of burned out the POS track. And we, and, and Christy, we've talked to, and I've, I, I was just on the phone talking to someone today, and they were talking about approaching uh, grocery chains about POS. And I said, you know, it's really been an overdone practice in grocery chains, and I just don't think they're as effective anymore. And one of the things I love is that you are really a model for how grocery chains can evolve beyond POS and still be effective. And I love the fact that you're still doing one campaign. You understand that when you do that once a year, your customers are more than happy to participate and you add in some of those urgent needs like after the hurricane, but you're not overdoing it. And you found some really creative ways to continue to raise money and to support the community beyond uh, the register. Well, thank you. And, and two other campaigns that we haven't mentioned is one that we do in the fall and we just wrapped up this week is sort of what we call our fresh take on hunger. And we take our private brand bag apples, um, their gala apples, and their food land feeds bagged apples. So with the purchase of that bag of apples, it will trigger a six meal donation. And again, very similar. We sell the item at cost and any profit would be the donation um, that we trigger and make from the sale of those apples. Mm-hmm. 
And then in the Holidays Without Hunger campaign, where we do the at, the one time a year where we do the at register donation, we also have a Holidays Without Hunger box. Again, it's great products um, for customers, and it's designed as a present that you could donate to someone that mm-hmm. might need food. As peanut butter, um, usually a canned meat products and vegetables um, for families who may need food. And we know peanut butter is a critical item, mm. and sometimes can be very expensive for families. And that box is five dollars and um it's sold at cost and it's designed like a package present if you wanted to give it to someone you can write a special message you can donate it at the store you can take it home for yourself or you can um, take it home and give it to someone as a present so we give our customers many options to give in addition to donating at the register during the holidays no, I think great. it's so smart because there's yeah. so many, as Joe mentioned, it's just, it's very thoughtful and there's so many different touch points that people don't feel like they're being beaten over the head with point of sale. Every time they come into a food line store, it's like maybe they're in there in the fall and there's this bag of apples and then maybe they're there in the summer and there's these great reusable bags with kids drawings on them. I really just love how you've integrated it throughout the entire store experience. It sounds, it seems very thoughtful and, and smart. So um, kudos to you for that. One thing I wanted to ask about, too, was I noticed that you launched an award program, which I've not heard of anybody doing before, called the Feedies, to uh, to honor those who share the company's commitment to ending hunger. Can you talk a little bit about, about the Feedies? Yes, that's it. That's just a wonderful program that we um, launched this year and was very exciting to do. And, and really, it's it's all about what you just said, is honoring those who are fighting hunger every day. And so with um, the Food Lion Feeds, the Feedies Awards, and we tried to make it, um, you know, like a mini awards program that you might see on t- TV, not quite that fancy. <laughs> but we essentially invited all of our local food banks, as well as Feeding American National Representatives, into our corporate headquarters, our president. Um, Meg Ham, as well as Senior Vice President of Retail Operations, Greg Fincham, um, hosted the event. Um, so they were there alongside. We did um, partnership awards for our food banks, and some of those are as large as 30 years, and some mm. may be um, as still important, but as small as 10 years. And so we gave them um, recognition plaques, so everyone who came in was recognized. And then um, we also did awards for... Um, uh, the Food King of the Year, which would be our Food Bank Partner of the Year, or the store that roars, so our store that associates get the most involved, and that was so hard to choose among a thousand <laughs> stores. Yeah. But we came up with um, playful names off of that to really award those. We uh, awarded an individual in their community who is helping to fight hunger um, as well. So, And then a local agency, because our local agencies that um, work with the food banks, too, are just so important. Mm-hmm. So it's just an it was an amazing time, and we heard great feedback from our food banks. And it's not often, too, that they get to pause um, for, a, for a lunch for an hour and a half and really take time to reflect on the impact that they've had as well. Mm-hmm. So it was a great opportunity. And then we also awarded Kids Cafe grants to the food banks who have those programs, which essentially is, um, it's, and we try to do it in June right before the, the bulk of those programs start up. But that's really where in the summer they provide um, food to children um, who don't have it at summer in the hunger so they are in the summer wow you know uh, come on christy you must be brilliant if you came up with all these programs where do you get all your great (laughs) ideas come on come on spill the beans spill the beans where are you getting all these great ideas 
We we have we have a great team. Um, we're a small and mighty team, but we're a great team, and we work together. And you know, I would really say it, it's basically all of us passionate about serving the community. And you know, for instance, the way we came up with our volunteer month for associates, we were sitting um, in a room, and I said it would be really awesome if we could go out and make over pantries, and that's how we came up with the Great Pantry Makeover. Ah. Where in the month of September, which is Hunger Action Month, um, we go out and our associates donate 1,200 volunteer hours, and these are retail associates that, um, you you know, you don't see often a lot of retailers um, doing that with their retail associates, but we give them an opportunity to go and make over pantries, and this is the second year that we've done it, and the stories that we continue to hear and, and have told from those events are just tremendous, and it gives them a great opportunity to give back and to volunteer and really see how they're making a difference, and these pantries are right next door. They might be um, pantries that are picking up from their stores right. through mm-hmm. a retail food rescue program. So it's just an amazing connection. And we get dirty, we paint, we build <laughs> shelves, we help organize their pantries and get them ready to better serve the community and provide a great place for those who may be coming to get food that they're proud to come to. So it you know, sounds it's so like interesting we, that you have this, um, you, it, it, we call these done in a day volunteer activities. And sometimes people tend to frown on them like, oh, you're just taking them out for a day and they don't really see the impact. But with this, when you're actually going into a food pantry where all of these great programs are feeding into, I think for your associates, I would think it's sort of the culmination and they really get to kind of see where this, where the magic all happens behind the scenes and really kind of make a contribution. So I think in this instance, you know, kind of the done in the day really fits. It does, and it's local in their communities. Many of them end up um, either signing up to come back later with their families to volunteer. Oh, that's great. Some of them join the local boards of their food banks, and, and they all know it's something that we're committed to and we're passionate about, and they really just get engaged, and they keep asking, when can we do our next Food Land Feeds volunteer event? That's awesome. <laughs> so it's, that's awesome. It's good. So how do you uh, – one, one thing I'm curious, too, Christy, is how you communicate these programs both to employees mm-hmm. and to customers. I mean, are you – folks really active on Facebook? Do you have an email newsletter list? Do you rely on in-store promotion? You know, how do you chronicle these stories and communicate them? Well, internally, we um, we would communicate through our company intranet site. Mm-hmm. We would communicate with um, emails from our president, yep. um, Meg Ham. We would communicate via our company newsletter. There's a whole host. We also do it. We um, sometimes, in some cases, will summarize via video. So mm-hmm. we really use um, a number of elements internally to share the great news. And then I would say externally um, to our customer base, we will leverage Facebook, Twitter, mm-hmm. all the relevant social channels. Uh, We have um, in-store signage when we're in stores and campaign there. We also, um, through our MVP Saving Center that I mentioned earlier, we can show video. So we have a commercial um, focus. It's just on food land feeds, and the commercial is what we call thank you. And so um, it's, it's actually on our website now, but we have a commercial that airs when we're in campaign. Um, so it has an overarching message and then a promotion tag for whatever campaign we're doing in the store. So we do have advertising related to our um, Hunger Relief platform. And then, and then we're starting to explore the use of our customer email um, that goes out to our customers and, and having some segment when we're either in campaigns or even such as the American Red Cross donation that we're doing now to, 
to leverage that channel as well. You know, Christy, I'm looking at your Facebook page. You got a rocking Facebook page here, over a million followers on this, and your engagement is fantastic. One of these posts here have over 647 shares, which is kind of the gold standard on Facebook for engagement. Kudos on that. Well, thank you. Well, you're That's brilliant. Fantastic. Christy's brilliant. It's, she's brilliant. That's I mean, why we had like her on co- the show. She's like Cosmarketer of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> she needs it should be uh the the queen of food lion i heard you i heard you say king because that's, that's right. lion but yeah what's a lioness you're the food lion lioness <laughs> it's all about the team here and the support that not only leadership has provided but our store associates and it's really our passion and we're all just very humbled and honored to do the work and makes coming to work every day um great fun that's fantastic. Well, Christy, thank you so, so much for joining us on this episode of Cause Talk Radio to talk a little bit more about all of your great programs. Where can people find more out about Foodline if they'd like to do that online? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me as well. And if, if people want to learn more, they can visit foodlion.com slash feeds. They can also um, follow us on um, our Twitter handle at Foodlion News, where we tweet a lot about our philanthropic efforts. And then um, we have a blog under our newsroom called Lions Tell, and we often um, report about our philanthropic efforts there. And that's located at um, feedlion.com slash newsroom. Excellent. And we'll include those all in the show notes. And Joe, how about you? Where can people find you online if they'd like to do that? Uh, people can find me at Selfish Giving. Uh, sign up for my email newsletter. Get th- uh, seven great um, cause marketing graphics and also check out something new that I'll be launching soon called the Partnership Accelerator. You can find me minute to minute on Twitter talking to Megan and Food Lion at Joe Waters. And of course, all those pins that I have on Pinterest, Megan, I'm just pinning like crazy over 4,000. I'm a pinning fool <laughs> for pinspiration. What about oh, you, geez. Megan? Where can people find you? Not on Pinterest. <laughs> I am on Twitter at Megan Strand, and I tweet for the Cause Marketing Forum at TweetCMF. And of course, you can find show notes today f- from today's episode at CauseUpdate.com as well as SelfishGiving.com. And make sure that you subscribe to Ca- Cause Talk Radio podcast in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts so that you do not miss an episode. And on behalf of Christy and Joe and myself, I'd like to thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Cause Talk Radio, and we'll talk to you next time. 